Welcome, everyone, to episode two of season three for the Unpolished Rookies podcast. This is Albert, and I am here with my main man, Chris. What it do, baby? And my guy, Juan. Yes, sir. That's me. And Carlos will not be joining us here today, so that means that the three of us are going to have to carry the load. How y'all been doing, bro? How y'all doing, man? Fuck this dude, Carlos. First of all, first of all, let's talk about how that was the... Probably the best intro we've had on this podcast. How do you do a better job at the intro? Oh, my Carlos? God. I don't That's want crazy. you to be d- d- ragging on him like that. That's my I mean, boy Carlos, forgets about you know, brothers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He usually forgets about somebody every time. He yeah. He usually goes, my brother, someone, and then my boy, the other. So, yeah. <laughs> he kind of forgets on somebody. I know. He, it's like he picks every week just like who he's but, just like not going to like fuck with, you know? Uh, but you, but you know he'd be he'd be recording, he'd be doing this shit like sipping. So, I mean, for the listeners that don't know that, and now you know, he'd just be sipping on the pod. Of course, he'd be true. sipping and responsible on the job. Imagine if we <laughs> drank on the job, we would all be fired. Uh, I call it. Is. <laughs> talk about, ahead, I'm talking about normal jobs, though. <laughs> nah. nah, what do you mean, bro? Shannon Sharp be sipping right on. Uh, what is it called? What's the show he does now? Uh, undisputed. Uh, undisputed. Yeah, yeah, undisputed. He'd be sipping right out undisputed. That, that, be... hand, that black and mild. Yeah, he'd be out yeah. there. Oh, he'd be out there. I don't know about Shannon Sharp right now. He looks like he's on might be a lot of legal trouble, bro. Oh man. Dog. Yo, speaking of that, speaking of that, I was Talk actually about having that, a conversation bro. about um of uh like these uh like first take and undisputed, just like the personalities on these shows. Like my dad's a huge skit fan. And I hate Skip Bayless because I feel like he's a huge Skip Bayless fan. Yeah, bro. Oh my god! I I fuck with Skip, bro. I do not fuck with Skip because I think he he made his whole money on hating on LeBron, bro. Like the bag, bro. (laughs) Like that's his whole premise, and the whole thing is like with him is just he hates. He does like a lot of hating shit, and then he 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 uh he's extremely biased with like all his sports teams, like the Cowboys. If he gets started on the Cowboys, bro. They're a Super Bowl contender every year, even though like they go like eight and eight or like seven and nine every year. Like it's kind of fucking ridiculous. I, I don't know. He's like a su- he's a super homer when it comes down to that. Um, I remember when the San Antonio Spurs were like good, and then like how he just like oh my god, Kawhi was the best player in the planet in San Antonio. The Thunder bandwagon, bro. Anything that opposed LeBron, it just got to the point where like all right, bro, you're not. Skip is a Spurs fan though, right? I, I think I think he's a real uh, he's a real Spurs fan. Skip. No, no, no. He's a real Spurs. No, yeah, he's he's, he's, a, he's a homer. That's what I'm saying. Uh, yeah. yeah, he's like a big homer. Like he's not. He's super biased with his takes. Like when it comes down to these these teams. Yeah. Um, I would say, like the thing is about like Skip is like, <laughs> I I would always love that when Jalen Rose got after him when they got like heated together and they're like, yo, didn't you average one point four as a senior in high school? Like yeah. basketball, and it skips like yes, yes. He's like, then uh, I don't know if you have the, what it takes to talk about basketball here. I'm like, oh god, this is the most savage shit Jalen Rose ever said. I don't want to hear shit from Jalen Rose. Why did you not? Jaylen- he's a professional basketball. He was a professional basketball player. And he I don't care. I just, he's a scrub. To me, he's a scrub. He's definitely a better analyst yeah. and a better talk show personality than but he, he comes, is fucking terrible. Yeah, he comes from a from a from a place of like acknowledgement. Like he actually's been there. He's actually seen what it takes to be great. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's seen what it takes to get shitted on every single time he's playing defense. Yeah, I know. 
Yo, bro, just because he got 81 scored on him by Kobe. Uh, he didn't get 81 entirely scored on him. But yeah, Obviously, you know. but everybody says it. But doesn't mean he was a, like a terrible defender the whole his whole career. He was an all right role player. That's all he was. He five, was the five, five Michigan, yeah, that was his, like, his best time, I guess. But that's when he peaked, than, yeah. That's, that's when he peaked. To me, that, that, that who was in the Fab Five again? Can y'all remind me? I know it was Jane Rose, Chris Webber, Jawan Howard, Jawan Howard, Chris Webber was like a solid basketball player in his career. I forget the other two. To be honest, that that was the most. That's probably the most, like after they became pros, like that was like that was like a failure. Like that five oh, five. Was, in Michigan. Yeah, Chris Jawan Howard, Chris Webber, Jawan was was solid too for for. At least more than half of his career, but I don't know. I just they, they so. were all they were all solid. They, they were I mean, they were all hyped up though. The way they were hyped up in, in Michigan was ridiculous. Well, it was five freshmen going to the championship, so that was really yeah. the time. So like there were five freshmen going to the championship, five five goons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now these days that happens a lot up. in college basketball, right? Like you see a lot of freshmen go. To I mean, the you see, see more more mixtures. The last time, like five yeah. freshmen really led the the like the. Wasn't that Kentucky team? Yeah, Kentucky team. That Kentucky yeah, that's what I was about to say. Yeah, them Kentucky boys were wild. But like the thing is, like that was unheard of, bro. Like in in, in college, those were only juniors and, and seniors getting played, bro. Like freshmen weren't getting played back then. So, yeah, like it was really unheard of. So, like at their time, they literally changed the game for college. Wait, but going back to Skip Bayless, bro, he's a fucking bomb, bro. Like him, when bro. he was, you know, he was going up against Stephen A. Smith on first take. Oh, oh my god, that shit was like unbearable to watch, bro. Yeah, both of them are fucking dickheads sometimes. I mean, Stephen A. Smith, I can bear a little bit more because I actually think he's he's actually funny. But like, yeah, he can his, be a little funny sometimes. His takes aren't 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 that great either. Because like sometimes, but the thing about Skip, um. About Stephen A, he, he when he talks and he says he doesn't know that much, he's going on basically what he sees. Like then he makes an opinion off it. He doesn't actually just make an opinion when he doesn't know much about it. He doesn't um, say some shit that's like fact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if so, if he's gonna say some things like from basically what I saw, that's what he like leads off with. Like Skip, he just says shit. And I feel I like think, he's, he's not out here. Really he's just be talking out his ass. I think yeah. Stephen A is overrated as fuck, to be honest. Hey man, Stephen A. Smith carries. He's a he's he's a yeah. meme though. That's the thing. He's yeah, a walking he meme. But well, that's, like, that's same, but it's entertainment. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure, for sure. He does his job. I'm I'm not saying anything about. I just think like as an analyst overall, he's overrated. I feel like, nah, also, bro. You know, you know what the worst time was in, in in first take history, bro. When it was Stephen A. Smith versus this dude, uh, Will Kane. Will Kane. Will Kane was on there for a while. Oh my god, bro. Will Kane was a fucking weasel, bro. <laughs> <laughs> fucking weasel. He was a fucking weasel, bro. And I hate, I hate saying that because, like, you know, when you describe somebody as a weasel, bro, you gotta have like, oh, management toward them. Like, it just doesn't see. Ah, man, he, he just like weasel. you know, he's he just looks weaselly, bro. Like, if you hear him talk in person, like you hear his point of views, you just want to like you know maybe deck him in the nose and some shit. Like, it's just you know he has a very punchable. I, I don't know. Will Kane, yeah, Will Kane is like he just looks like a Republican. I would say, hey, would but say, he is though. Yeah, he is. Hey, he Albert, is. I, I fit it in there, bro. <laughs> I fit it in there. I did it again. Oh yeah, you did it again, bro. Oh, it's funny. <laughs> about Will King was like, you know that his views become his his certain views be coming out when he was trying to debate Stephen A. Smith in sports talk. When I was like, bro, I don't want to be, I don't want to be getting analyst in in embedded in my sports. Like, the fuck is this? 
<laughs> when he talked, bro, it was just like, all right, bro, you, you sound like, you know, you're not that far removed or wrong from, like, some shit, you know? I don't want to say what, but it feels like you think you're a higher being than most. But, what um, do you say? No, I said I, it feels like he comes off that he feels that, like, he's a higher being than most, you know? Oh. <laughs> like, Sounds like he's a, a being, and I was like, he's a what? <laughs> you know what? Sounds like a white guy thing, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, but, but you know, not all are like that. I think Max Kellerman is like actually backs his shit up with mostly facts, where he lacks. Other Max areas. Max Kellerman is annoying to me. I think he he's Why? not a. I just think he's annoying, bro. I don't know. There's I don't know. You know, I think, he, I think he's the one. Bro, who do who do you like, bro? <laughs> I, mean, I don't think he. I don't him. like none of these per- sports personalities. To be honest, I think they're all trash. Uh, I like Tony Romo. I think he's a great commentator and he's a great football analyst. Yeah, yeah, but when we're talking about like the debaters, that we're talking about. But if we're talking about sports people, yeah, Tony Romo is one of my favorite sports people right now. I even you know what's crazy, bro? Now that we're talking about it, um since we're talking about sports analysts and and, and people like that debate a lot. Um A Rod has become such a great voice for baseball too. And I used oh, really? to hate I used to hate A Rod's guts and when he was a baseball player, but as an analyst and as a debater, as you know, he's on Fox on baseball, like the Fox baseball team on Saturdays, and he does a lot of World Series coverage. Like him, he's fucking great for baseball, and the way he like does interviews and like and shit like that. Like I think a lot of people can take shit from A Rod, believe it or not. In no, baseball, I didn't like it was like that. And nah, like, he's like when you ever when you ever have the chance, I'll like go on YouTube and go check out like some A Rod interviews. Like he did a good one with Mike Trout, a good one with like J D Martinez and stuff like that. Or just look at his like Fox baseball coverage. Like he's fucking great. Like he's really good. You can tell. Like you don't even have to be like a uh, an expert baseball fan to know that he's actually really knowledgeable in, in, in what he's doing. Yeah, yeah. He he definitely. That's what I'm I'm saying. Like even with Jalen Rose, like he he has like knowledge of it just because like you think. uh you think you feel differently about Jalen Rose, but like he kind of like stems from A Rod. He has knowledge because he played the game, and just like those analysts tend Played the game at the high. Yeah, yeah, they did. But A Rod, A Rod is on. It's it's. If it wasn't for the Royd saga, he would have been a Hall of Fame baseball player. Like sure, I bro, think I'm, they're I'm, on I'm, different I'm, levels. I'm, <laughs> I'm talking about perspective of like they've been in the league, so they. Yeah, no, nah, of course. I mean, I mean, if you're in the league, then you know you got to know your sport. You know they, I mean? they've, they've been around like. The type of players they talk about, and like you know, they can talk about like great players. They can talk about like not so great players and what it takes. So like, yeah, I would hope Jalen Rose take a note too. I would hope Jalen Rose take a note too out of getting eighty one dropped on him. I mean, you just, bro, I know Jalen Rose be talking about that shit with people all the time. He yeah. did a uh, he did some funny shit the other day for um for uh Kobe's Hall of Fame induction. He put up a picture. And I forgot what it, what the picture was, but it was really funny. And it was like, he, he, I love how he, one thing I do fuck with about Jalen Rose is that he loves, he pokes fun at himself and he's actually really open when it comes to that 81 being dropped on him, quote unquote. Yeah, he, that's all I'm about to say. Like, he definitely jokes about that all the time. Because I saw him even in a commercial or something like that. Yeah. Where, like, they kept saying 81 or something like that on him. So. Yeah, he's very open about that shit. So that, I, I respect, I respect him a lot. And he, he talks like, and when he talks about when other sports, like I don't know if you guys watch Jalen Jacoby, like he talk when he's talking other sports, he's he's backing his shit up with like stats and he actually watches. So like Jalen Rose. I mean, like, yeah, if you if you, know, if you never played the game, you yeah. all you really know is like yeah, numbers and analytics. You, know, you gotta you gotta know your shit to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, but I mean you don't have to. Al. <laughs> you don't have to. I mean, unless you got like a lot of big money backing you, you have to. Yeah. 
that's what I'm saying. And we're like, you're this crazy TV personality. So like, eighty one olives, bro. Like, yeah, the eighty one olives. There we go. <laughs> bro, one olives. It's Jalen Rose, bro. He's very open about like what happened to him. And it's, it's one of bro, you know he was a couple drinks in, bro. Yo, how how do you think it feels just like you know, see another man scoring off for eighty one? Like, I mean, know? honestly, like if there was like, anybody who would do that to somebody, like, and you, man, I would be fine with it. It would be Kobe Bryant. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. The thing is, like, the thing is, like, um, sorry, uh, like if you're going throughout a game and then like you know you're going back to the bench and the guy has like you know fifty, like in the second quarter, you're just like you know. What do you what do you take me out, coach. coach? What do you tell coach? Take me, take me out, coach. coach. I'm ass. I'm like, ass. Coach, what do you want me to do? <laughs> Yo, you think you think you think he really felt like he was ass at that moment? Like like would if like put yourself in like a professional athlete's uh shoes, like would you feel like damn yo, like I'm really I I, I don't know. I would have some some bad thoughts, bro. I mean, I wouldn't go home feeling well, bro. Yeah, I just like, just having somebody just drop eighty one points on your head, like yo, man, you know what? Bro, bro, imagine maybe I just got to Imagine the dude that got dropped eighty one oh one on him. Oh uh, yeah. Wait, one, <laughs> who dropped? Wait, who got dropped one oh one on him? Oh, not one oh one. A hundred, hundred points. hundred. But yeah, those were, those were janitors, though, bro. Like, come on, bro. Like, like we'll we'll we'll, we'll play it against janitors, dog. Like, it's, I was it's, saying, like, bro, Wolf was like dunking on these, like, bro, like getting dunked on that many times, bro. No, nah, like, yeah, I mean, physically bodied like that. That's just even worse, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah they were they were janitors, but I think the, the Kobe did it in a more impressive era. Obviously, like scoring 80, I mean, 80 points and and just going off the way he was going off. Yeah. I don't know if we'll ever, I don't know. Do you think that we'll ever see another score score eighty points? Or I don't. I, even, I don't even know I, if anybody I, will get there. I think we will. I mean, we saw Devin Booker score like 70 like two or three years ago in a loss, although, which kind of sucks. But, um, yo, imagine scoring 70 points out and losing. Bro, imagine scoring 70 points and nobody talks about it. When do people talk about Devin Booker scoring 70 points? Nobody ever talks about that shit, bro. Because he lost. Yeah, it's because he lost. But, like, I just feel like... I think I like with the way and Juan with the way that fucking basketball works and the way we've seen these athletes just get better and better and better and better. I feel like one day we'll see something like eighty again. Uh, like every with year, Kobe. it seems like every year, like the, the the league is going to a higher scoring. Like teams are scoring more, so like yeah, I feel like uh, less defense it, too. I don't know about less defense. Just like people are just more skilled. Game so is like, faster. That's what I'm saying. So yeah, like, people, I feel like, but, but like people take pride. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah, you could let a whole team score like 140, but we're not gonna let 70 of those points be one person. We are gonna lock that person down. Yeah, yeah, no, no, 100. <laughs> percent I don't know, but I don't know. I feel like any like, uh, like you know, the top major top 20 players can be capable of like scoring like 70, 60. I mean, I'm talking about the scorers, not like people like Jokic or anything like that, because you know they're not really scorers; they're just all around players. But I think so somebody who? like like Jokic. Oh, oh okay. The Joker, bro. I said yeah. Joe Giggs. I was like, what? <laughs> Joe Giggs. Um, but I think Tatum is capable of scoring like a good 70, 70 piece or 80 piece. Yeah, I think so. Um, Anybody that can shoot the three ball. Yeah. And, and then today's I'm surprised be like Curry doesn't have like a, like a 70 piece yeah. or a 65 piece under his belt at least. Like, 
or like does how what is Curry's career high? Like fifties? No, nah, it's in sixties, I believe. Sixties. Um, That's why Stephen like, Curry is fraudulent. Also, also, no, nah, no, hell no. He plays in a in a system where the ball has to move. Yeah, and then Clay Clay's another guy who's fucking capable of dropping seventy on your head any given day if he's on if he's feeling it. He scored sixty two against Portland. Yeah, yeah, I think seventy two. Wasn't that? Wasn't the eighty one dropped on Portland too? God damn. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Damn, that's fucking bad. Portland are really leaving a trail to blaze. Am I right? Am I? That was terrible. That was terrible. That was that was, <laughs> that was, terrible. That was, that was terrible. That was bad. That was bad. Yeah, just end the episode there. Let's, let, let, yeah, let's just get off right now. Let's get off the air. Call the episode right now. So I'm good. So what are we talking about today? We're talking about the NBA playoffs. We have the Lakers, the, the Lakers and the Suns tied up today. The only thing we should be talking about is the NBA playoffs, man. They, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I, it's been pretty exciting this first round. It's been it's good, good, man. Shit. It's been good. Even the series that obviously, the, even the Knicks and Hawks, the Knicks Hawks series is full of trash talk, bro. It's fucking crazy. I didn't think I would see something this entertaining from the Knicks and the Hawks, despite the Knicks being down three one officially after today. The Hawks, um, the Hawks are a solid team, man, and they're scary. They can shoot the lights out. Trey Young, Bogdanovich, uh, Clint Capella is playing out of his mind this year too. Even though, like, yeah, it's a fun series to watch. There's a lot of trash talking. There's a lot of fun. Yeah, I mean, it's the Knicks. You know, Knicks fans and Knicks in general are going to talk shit. So, but yeah. I wasn't surprised about Trey Young coming over there talking all that reckless shit. <laughs> yeah, Trey Young was wilding. Me, me and I were talking earlier that the, he definitely embraced that villain role, and he's he, he knows the part. <laughs> he knows bro, the role, and he's doing it he well. Was, like, it's funny as hell to see, bro. Yeah, bro. He was like, "Wait till we get to the A, bro." Yeah, man. Next, um. Nick's down bad right now, man. 3-1. I mean, I expect them to, like, go out and, blow, you know, beat the Hawks. I think they had definitely had a good chance. They had to go to the second round. But, like, it's their first playoff in a while. They're still a young team. Um, But Julius Randle, man, is not helping out at all. He's We were talking about before the podcast, Bubble Randle. <laughs> Bubble Randle, bro. He folding. He's he like, really phony right now, bro. Hey, man, real recognized real, and he looking real unfamiliar right now. Like I don't know, bro. Where, where where's RJ Barrett? What is he doing, bro? That's another one. I mean, guy. He, he had twenty one six and four in this past game, but like yeah, yeah but he he be watching that game. I I didn't see it. He be disappeared. He must have. It must have came like in the garbage time, bro. Because like, bro, the only person I've been hoping for them is Rose, and Rose been like doing everything he can, bro. Tom Thibodeau about to blow that man's knees out again, bro. Like, Playing like geez. 45 minutes a game, dog. Like, shit, yo, I don't know what it is, bro. And then and then at this point, I don't even blame Tom Thibodeau, bro. It's Derrick Rose's fault, bro. Like, why do you want to go play with that guy, bro? Every single time, bro. <laughs> this dude, this dude, Derrick Rose, walking on the court, like, ah shit, here we go again. <laughs> <laughs> And he's uh, played over thirty minutes a game, and I think in each game, yeah, bro. Yeah, I, I don't. I mean, you know, in a playoff time, you expect your best players to play way more minutes. Obviously, thirties, thirties, pretty good for for a guy like D Rose. But man, you play him thirty five and up, like I don't know, man. I'm just hoping that D Rose stays healthy, bro. I don't want nothing bad to happen to my boy. I feel like he's found that that little renaissance, like you know, he's found like that second career resurgence. Second half of his career, so I just want him to just you know stay healthy and and be the player he is for the rest of his career. You know what's crazy? Like, he wasn't playing bad on Detroit either. 
a couple of years ago, his first stint on the Knicks, he played really good. He was, I think, he was almost averaging like twenty. Yeah, like, he's, he's like never 19. really been. Yeah, he's never really. Been, like, he's been pretty good. Like averaging yeah. eighteen, nineteen that a year since half, since that the first half of Detroit year. He he was borderline an all star dude. Yeah, yeah. He was. He's a good basketball player, but the thing is that people. The thing is, like, obviously after his injuries and the potential he yeah. had to be, probably Derek Rose probably could have been the one of the best point guards of all time, if not the best point guard of all time. The way I mean, Derek, I don't know. Derek Rose would have just been a better Westbrook. That's like all it would have been. Yeah, but Quite I just, literally, yeah. But I think he he's you know after like he, he went down, people like you know expect i don't know you know to see his career way go the way it did it kind of sucked man because we got kind of robbed out of a great great basketball player that could have reached uh the top of the mountain and you know now he's like a you know a six man i mean he could be a starter too if he want if they wanted him to but you know 19 19 a game 18 a game that's 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 just how his career has gone now i mean it's just people always compare him to you know his mvp it's like it's kind of hard to do that shit. I mean, what was his MVP year numbers? I didn't think, like, his MVP year numbers were, like, 22 a game, I, mean, I think. Nah, or something. No, no, I was, like, 25 and 9. Some yeah, shit like, like 25. Yeah, it was 25 up. I, well, there you up. go. Let me see. 2011. Yeah, it, 2011? 25, 25 points, 7.7 7 assists, 4.1 4. rebounds. Yeah. And they I had mean, the number one I think it's because they had. I think it's because yeah, like, yeah. I was having that conversation with Carlos the other day, like because he he didn't feel like Derrick Rose deserved. I mean, like he felt like Derrick Rose um won it over over LeBron, and he thought LeBron should have won it that year. But I was just like back then those years, like it really mattered who had the number one seed, like on each side, like overall yeah. one, like that usually won the MVP. So. Most people were like tired of voting LeBron as MVP, like the voter exhaust, as you see. So everybody's like, "Yeah, you know." Not LeBron's first year, and then no, but it was the second year, right? Miami, right? Miami, yeah, twenty eleven. No, twenty ten, twenty eleven was his first year. Yeah, okay. 2012, Yeah, that was his first year. I mean, plus he was playing with a big three, so they're probably giving like the other players way too much credit. So like, oh yeah, he's not. You know, they probably just try to discredit LeBron. LeBron, but LeBron definitely averaged better numbers than him, though. LeBron, like, LeBron should definitely have more MVPs than he has now, though. Bro, is it people, people are tired of giving LeBron the MVP. That's what it is. Like, people just get voter fatigue. That's, yeah. that's the only problem with that. I mean, but also, like, I don't know. I just think if you MVP, like, your, your regular season stats, like, I don't think they should be, like, what should I say? What am I trying to say? Your regular season success shouldn't be predicated on, like, you should get an MVP or not. Do you really think like so? Do you always, want it to be like a playoffs thing too? No, I mean I I think it should be a playoffs thing, but I just I just think we they just put too much onus on like the first you know first seed second seed like top team you know instead of like I think Westbrook was the first time that like he was in a top seed and he was able to get the MVP like the first time in a while that that has should happen because he averaged a triple double you know exactly. Like Oscar Robertson type shit, like you know, better than Oscar Robertson actually at the moment because he broke his record. So yeah. I just feel like I don't know. And yeah, I think I think Westbrook did it twice, right? Two different years, averaging a, a triple double. He did like, this year too. Yeah, that guy. I don't know, man. That, uh, honestly, like I was kind of a big Russell Westbrook hater, but I I've come around to Westbrook as a as a basketball player. I do. I think he's he he still lacks some 
basic basketball IQ at the end of the game sometime? Yeah, maybe. But I do think that he gets a lot of hate for no reason. He's actually a really good basketball player, man. Bro, people get a lot of hate to Russell Westbrook. And honestly, it's because I feel like he just talks a lot of shit. <laughs> It's just, that's it's why. just his bravado and personality. Yeah, his that's personality that. pisses people off. So then people find ways to poke holes at it. But it's like, bro, like there was mad people in Russell Westbrook shoes. Like Jimmy Butler. Bro, it, Jimmy Butler was in the finals last year and then got swept this year. Like yep. if that was Westbrook, the forget about it, bro. The, there would have been an unlimited bro. amount of hate. The bubble heat, bro. Yeah, the bubble heat. Uh, yeah. It would have been an unlimited amount of hate if Westbrook would have been in those shoes. But Jimmy Butler gets a pass. Word to Jason Tatum. So I'm like, y'all don't be playing like this in the regular season. Motherfucker looking funny now, huh? <laughs> looking funny in the light, bro. We got a couple people to the stands. Look out the exchange. Hey, yo, but let, let's talk about let's talk about the Celtics, the Celtics Nets game tonight, man. Uh, TD Garden is 100% full capacity. Kyrie, they're going to let it rain on Kyrie tonight. So... <laughs> I mean, quite literally, probably. Yeah, but out. oh, Campbell's out. Yeah, I did not know, oh, yeah, brother. Yeah, oh, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you, like have to have like like sixty, bro. Yeah, yeah. I was kind of. I didn't even know that that Campbell was out. And I was actually going to give the the the. I was going to see. I was gonna actually hoping for that the Celtics stole the win tonight. And I was actually rooting for that, but. Never mind. I don't know. Unless, unless uh, Jason Tatum goes off for like 60, 65, then I don't see it happening. Nah, bro. The game that I really want to see tonight is that Dallas and Killip, uh, Clippers game, bro. Because honestly, man, this kid, Luka, Luka out. Luka out. Luka out or no? I think Luka might be out this game, too. Oh, right. He's out because of that injury. Yo, we were talking about that yeah. shit yesterday. <laughs> And so you, do you still want to see it? Nah, I don't want to see what Luca. Players are out. Oh no, he's playing tonight. He's playing tonight. He's playing tonight. Okay, good he's gonna play, he's gonna play through a cervix injury. Uh, cervix injury. <laughs> yo, <laughs> yo, chill, bro. Um, yeah, he's playing tonight. He's expected so, to play. Yesterday I was like, so what? He has a he has a neck strain. I mean, he'll be fine, bro. Put some dirt on that shit and rub it off, bro. Shoot um, some Vicodin, bro. He'd be all right. Bro, they'd probably be shooting that Vicodin in them, like, all the time, bro. Like, that was, like, CP3 when he kept going back to the locker room, like, a, like the first game of the of the series against the Lakers. Like, yo, bro, you know they was putting in some painkillers over that bitch. Like, like that's another topic of, like, craziness that we, sh- like, we should touch on yeah, one of these days. came out like Aaron Rodgers at one game. Like, yeah, bro. Painkillers. Pain <laughs> that shit was hilarious. Painkillers and, um... And sports is a really big thing, man. It's, and it's kind of, kind of that opioid create cre- like thing is is really bad yeah. in sports. Yeah, man, because it's very addicting. Yeah, sure. Nah, man, but that I mean, I I feel like opening route is definitely interesting. There's some Lakers series is tied, and I'm like, I'm glad that it's tied because people were just saying that the Lakers were gonna roll over the Suns, and I'm like, bro, like, yeah, I'm mad disrespectful. Yeah. Suns are second seed. They've been hooping all year in the league. Are they? Yeah. I thought they were the first seed. Oh no, no they're the second, second seed. Oh yeah, Utah's no, the second first seed. seed. What do you think about Utah this year, man? Y'all think? Do you think they got a chance to make it to the finals? Man, I think Donovan Mitchell got robbed, bro. That MVP. Honestly, should have really? that. Robbed from just, who? It, it hasn't been announced yet. Just give it. Just give it to. I mean, he's not even in the running, bro. He's not. He's not even gonna get a single vote. Probably. It is a two man race. <laughs> it's yeah. It's like Joker and what is it? Embiid or who was the other person? Was probably it was Curry. Curry. It's a three-man race, actually. 
I mean, I know. I just, I just feel like Joker's gonna get it. I think like, Joker's gonna get it. Now, with the, with the year that this this dude had, man, like, forget about it. I mean, uh, if, that's if, not hard to beat. If Denver loses to Portland, no, that's gonna be a disappointment, bro. Not saying that. I mean, Portland is it? Not There's good. no Jamal Murray. Yeah, it's no Jamal Murray. Oh. And, and, and Portland does this every fucking year. They they play <laughs> whoever they, they play. Do, bro. It's fucking tight. <laughs> Like, they, win, they win every time in the first round. Yeah, they, make, like, they make every team miserable, bro. Yeah, if I'm a team, I do not want to face Portland ever. Bro, because you got Damian Lillard, you got fucking CJ McCollum, now you got Carmelo in there too, and I'm throwing that mid. And then the, yeah. those bigs, yeah, and those bigger Powell's players. Playing, Norman Powell played well last game. Norman like, Powell dropped 29 points yesterday. Like, what the fuck? Bro, he could score. It's just like he's just very inconsistent. So like when he's on it, it's just like, Jesus Christ, what do you do now? Yeah. Exactly, when, especially when you gotta be full, so hyper focused on CJ McCollum and Damian Lillard. Then you got, got somebody a ring, else. You heard? Only mm. Powell got a ring. Norman Powell, the only one on that squad with a ring, bro. Hey, man. I mean, <laughs> honestly, man. Yeah, Portland. Yeah, like Juan was saying, and, and you were saying, now Portland's always tough in the first round. So I think, I think that um, they might actually did. I didn't even. You know what's crazy, bro? Like I haven't really been into like the basketball playoffs for like like the last couple of days, so I didn't even know that Jamal Murray was like out. Like I, well, I don't even know. What oh, the fuck bro, he tore his ACL. A couple, like, ACL oh, yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah, bro, you be you be out here, out here, bro. Nah, I don't, bro. I just, I just really, to be honest, guys, I haven't really cared for basketball this year at all. Like honestly, I think this is probably. Like the playoffs have been interesting so far, but I think this is probably one of the worst basketball seasons in a long time. Just injuries, a lot of injuries. Because your team's not doing well, but it's a really good. I, I don't. I don't even like the Celtics to be honest. Even if they were doing well, like the last two years, I haven't. Really season kept was up. actually pretty good. There was a lot of good storylines. I haven't kept up with basketball. Yeah, I think there was a lot. To me, I feel like basketball. I don't know. I just feel like it's gotten stale for me, bro. Like the NBA. I don't know. Yeah, no, there's, there's there's a lot of good storylines. The, the you know the games are still interesting. Like. Yeah, the you games know, are I always think, good. Like anybody can pick up a basketball game and watch it, especially at the top level like the NBA. But I don't know. I just haven't been into basketball the last two years, to be honest, like that. I, this is de- this is definitely gonna uh, been a tough year because uh, you know, like COVID, it's been a lot of short injuries season and all that. And, yeah, it's been yeah, a lot of injuries. I feel like that that bubble extending into the bubble has been like you know, and then starting to they went they played till late, and then they started. Like, they started earlier compared to, like, what they usually start to. Like, you know, obviously it was in December that they started. They usually start in October. But I'm just saying, like, in terms of the length in between offseason and to the new season, it was kind of short. So I guess a lot of players didn't come in conditioned well or whatever, well-rested. So they got injured, which is unfortunately unfortunate to say. Also, I mean, I'm pretty sure, I mean, there's probably no stats on this, but coming off of the pandemic, I'm pretty sure a lot of people had, like, feelings and stuff like that about playing, like, People yeah. probably weren't really working out. People had, like, a lot of mental shit going on, so. No, sure, sure. Yeah, I mean, you can work at home, like, as much as you can, but you can't, like, you know, go to a facility and shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm excited for this first round. I'm excited for what's going to come after this one and, and, and see who's going to end up making it, because I feel like, I don't know, I I mean, the East, I feel like it's going to be the Nets. But the West, I feel like it's really wide open. Like, it could be anybody. Honestly, I would like to see the Jazz go to the finals this year, man. Uh, you don't think Milwaukee would come out? Uh, no, I don't know if they can beat the Nets, man. Like, I just don't trust Middleton to to be that guy on for a seven game series. Like, he would have to be that guy, that dude. I think, I think he they can knock out the Nets. I, I don't know. You know, the Nets' biggest weakness is that they're just not 
the, the physicality. Like and they don't um, play defense. Yeah, they're not yeah. big, and yeah, Milwaukee's huge, bro. Yeah. They don't Milwaukee's play huge. That's, that's what I'm saying. Milwaukee and the Sixers match up really well against the Nets, but. I mean, you think you the Sixers Hall of Fame players? Well, so, yeah. So, like, the Nets are, are going to have to go through Milwaukee and the Sixers because like, the Sixers are going to play whoever the winner of Atlanta and uh, the Knicks are, and we, we all think they're the Sixers going to come out of that. So, if like uh, the Nets move on, they're going to have to go through Milwaukee and then Sixers. So, like, two teams yeah. that match up well against them the Knicks, they're going to have to play them. You think? No, you, I mean, think you think the Sixers are going to make a deep run this year? I oh, think they're going to the conference finals. Yeah. yeah, they'll go to conference finals, and whoever they meet there, I don't, I don't think they'll get past them. Yeah, honestly, right. I agree. I agree. If they meet, like it, I just uh, the Sixers are just an anomaly. I just I, I don't know why Joel Embiid can't play a whole game. Like he just needs to be able. To, if he could play a whole game, like he, they'd be fine. He's like, seven. He's like seven three two, like three hundred pounds, bro. Like, he's not seven three. He's bro, like seven. I am exaggerating. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I exaggerated with the 300 pounds too. Like it's just exaggeration. He's just not. They don't go that long out. Like all big men, like bro, like that. They don't. They don't play that much in minutes, bro. Like they don't. They need rest. Listen, man. All these other bigs out here somehow doing this shit, bro. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Because I had this argument because Jokic is not doing it because he has he has a, a a period where he rests a lot. Joshi Joshi just doesn't play freaking defense, bro. That's what it is. He like he takes off on a defensive end. Joel Embiid yeah, really Joel is needed Embiid, on the defensive end. Joel Embiid takes like times off defense too. That's why why like Shaq challenged him like directly to play defense all the time and not just pick and choose when he wants to play defense. Like he takes plays off defense where he's like pick and roll or like it's a high pick and roll and he sags off a jump shooter just because he's being lazy. Yeah. Like, there's there's points where he just doesn't choose to play defense. He doesn't play consistent defense. He can if he wanted to, but you know it's going to take more energy, and he needs a lot of that energy on the offensive side of the basketball because his game is back to the basket. I'm gonna bully you, and it, it takes some energy, bro. Like yeah, that's and that's my thing with him. He's like he'll either like pick and pop or he'll like do like a fadeaway or something like that. Yeah, like, and, and, like he has like, the, he has the skill to do it, but like you know he's he, you want him as a as a big man to get down there. But I, I don't know the thing is about the Sixers that I just don't see them ever getting past. It's like, I don't know. Like, it's Joel Embiid's like their best player. And like, they're, he's not surrounded by like the type of like personnel, like maybe like, um, like Jokic is where it's a bunch of shooters and scores. He's surrounded by one scorer, Tobias Harris. And then he ends, uh, Ben Simmons. Yeah. Uh, that can't shoot. And he, he's basically an oversized Rondo that just, you know, plays defense and he, Six nine guy plays defense on smaller guards. Like, like you, you better play good defense, I guess, because like you have a matchup advantage all the time. So like, um, Ben Simmons was like six two, six one. He would be working at McDonald's. No, nah, I don't. I wouldn't go that you far. That's an exaggeration. Bro. I'm just fucking you around, wild. but you know what I mean. <laughs> you fucking wild, bro. He, he he wouldn't be the the player he is now, and he wouldn't. He'd never been the first round pick or any, not the first round pick, but first round pick. Yeah, but like, yeah, he's just. Hey man, I got the Jazz and the Bucks in the finals, bro. That's that's my that's my finals prediction, Oof. and I and I got the Jazz winning it all this year. Wow, that's that's uh, bold. Los, Los if, see, Los is always not here when you say something good about his team. It's kind of pissing me. <laughs> uh, I just, you know, in all honesty, like I refrain from saying that because it's Carlos, and I don't, you know, Carlos, fuck that guy. But um, I damn. But Yo, you know, we, do we have a tally on like uh? You know who's missed the most episodes? I think it's definitely Carlos. 
It's definitely Carlos. See, I think I'm at one, bro. I'm I'm, I'm at I'm at two. Right I'm like I think I'm at two. I think, I'm at two. I, think I think it's Carlos, and then I'm at a strong second. Um, and then uh, yeah, but I I like the Jazz this year, bro. I really like the Jazz this year. I, I I'm rooting for them to do to change change the little landscape of the NBA. I want a small market team yeah. to 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 win the championship this year. I think it's going to be Nets. I don't know who's going to come out in the West. It's just it's too early to tell. It's just madness right now in the West. I would like I'd like the Nets to lose, man. I just I don't like them, bro. I don't like the Nets at all, bro. I just <laughs> why? Because they got a big three. No, I don't care about the big three thing. I just feel like they got the most dislikable big three of all time. You get me? Like, like you got a foul hunting little bitch yeah, in James yeah. Harden. You got the pseudo intellectual in Kyrie Irving, and you got pseudo arguably the most unguardable NBA player in history in Kevin Durant. Which I have nothing bad to say about KD, but um, yeah. And then you know KD also has his little side dings. You know, he went to the he went to the Warriors and shit like that. Everybody hated him for a while. His Twitter so, shit. Yeah. Yeah, his Twitter, Twitter fingers. Yeah, so uh, you know they're just really they're a really dislikable team, dog. They they like like and then on top of it, they they moved to Brooklyn, bro. And you know how I feel about you know they were in Jersey. So and if you you leave Jersey, bro, it's fuck you, bro. It is what it is. So yeah, they ain't, took nobody, us, they, ain't, ain't nobody was going to the fucking games, bro. It's fine, bro. But you left Jersey, so it's still fuck. It's still fucked the nuts. Yeah, they took because, our jersey. They took our Jersey team, bro. Because nobody was going to the games, bro. They weren't making no fucking money. Yeah, because they were ass, though. Like, it's, nobody wanted to go to the game because I mean, they were like, ass. You know, there's, there's a bunch of ass teams that still have enough revenue to, like, keep on going, you know? Yeah, but those are Fuck hardcore, me. like, teams that have, like... So be jer- hardcore. This is not a hardcore town, bro. Right, like, yeah, yeah, the, Devils are fine. the Devils are still here, right? They've been sucking. Yeah, they, made a couple of, they made a couple of finals. Made of, Jersey's made up for, of, of a lot of Caucasian people. So like they love they love hockey, <laughs> yeah they love hockey, and then you know like the Devils been good sometimes when they've made the, the Stanley Cup Finals like they've they've seen success. I just they they just didn't I just feel like that NBA the, the Nets when they were here they they didn't put enough emphasis to make them better except for like that Darren Williams trade I think or he signed over here. Oh, when happened. they make the finals when they made the finals with, with Vince and Jason and, and Richard Jefferson the boys like the the Nets weren't selling out arenas though like. <laughs> like they, they were the one of the best teams in the NBA. They still weren't getting enough van revenue. You know that for a fact. You know yes, that for yeah. a fact that they were selling out arenas. Are you sure they weren't selling out arenas like they they should? Have I'm out. I'm out to go into the Google. Go ahead. I'm to go find this. I don't know, man. I don't know how I feel about that, bro. I, go ahead. I, I, you should have kept the Jersey team, bro. But yeah, honestly, bro. bro, you got a you got a you got a foul you got a foul hunter like Chris said, a ring hunter, and then a knowledge hunter. Yeah, knowledge hunter. <laughs> you know what's the funny thing about Kyrie Irving? What? The funny thing is, he left Cleveland because he was trying to get out of LeBron's shadow and he wanted to be the number one guy. He got that. He went from number two to number three. <laughs> yeah, and just, he went yeah. from number two in Brooklyn to number three in Brooklyn because he's the third best player. I was talking to my dad earlier, like when uh, Jason Tatum was going off for 50. I'm like, Jason Tatum's the second best player in this fucking court. I don't care. Wait, so. Um, who's number one, KD? Yeah, number one's KD. And James think I think James Harden is like is like you can be like two A and two B with them. Yeah, I, I believe so too. Tatum, I think Tatum I has taken that leap already. Yeah, I just don't like the way James Harden scores his points. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people don't, but he's, I think I still think James Harden is better. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But that's, 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 that's a little bias. He's the A side. He's the A side. Eventually, Tatum is going to be better than him. Eventually, yeah, he, he I, can be the better than. Yeah, I mean, I think next year we'll we'll can talk about this. We'll go back to this next year and we'll talk about if Jason Tatum has surpassed James Harden. And then when you're six, eight, six, nine, you could handle, play defense, score. Like I mean, you, you're. I think, I think you Tatum is a lot of potential. Now. He grew an inch. So, I mean, he's, he's still nineteen. He can still grow. Yeah. He's absolutely nineteen. Forever. I don't know, man. Jason Jason Tatum's a special player, though. Um, it's th- it's really sad though that uh, Jalen Brown went down because I think this would have been a good series if JB was was here. And JB yeah. JB's a another player that doesn't get talked about enough is JB. I think Jalen Brown's a good 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 basketball player and has potential to be top fifteen in the NBA in the next two or three years. I so, have no faith in Jalen Brown when they drafted him. Um, yeah, there was a lot of holes in his game, bro. He was very raw coming yeah. into to the, to the Celtics. He didn't have a jump he shot. Athletic, he yeah. was an athletic wing. That's all yeah. he was. He was an athletic one. But he, he really worked on his game, bro. And he's a very a very smart kid. And a lot of it's crazy because there were there was um I heard a story about how they were trying to like, you know, they were doing like pre draft interviews and they were like, Yeah, he scares me because he's too smart. Teams were saying yeah. that uh-huh. about Jalen Brown. He literally scared teams because he was too smart. <laughs> Actual thing to scouting report, like Jalen Brown, too smart. we fear because he's too smart. Like, he's too smart for basketball. Like, what? Like, what does that even mean? Yeah, yeah I don't know. Mean? He worked on his game a lot, though. He developed a jump shot, and I. it was good to see him take that. Like, he took a big step his, his second year in the league. When that Celt- the Celtics made that run that year without Kyrie and and, and Gordon Hayward in the in the fi- in the uh, Eastern when Conference they, Finals, he started hitting them three point shots. Bro. Yeah, once like, he started yeah. hitting them three point shots, he just became a better player. Yeah, he he he's definitely gotten better with just not only his three point shot, his mid range is is yeah. kind of lethal now. Um, his his ball handle the ball. His ball handling is all God. It's a, it's a lot better. It's night and day, bro. If, like, it, like he looked like he he went through a Kyrie camp. Like I'm not gonna lie, bro. He did be smart. <laughs> Like out here, like I'm. Yeah. Why? Why? How are you even doing this? Two years ago, you couldn't even fucking put the ball around your back like that. Yeah. A lot of um, his inner like. Definitely put the work in, bro. Yeah. A lot of his like court stuff, like like when he used to drive in Juan, he he couldn't handle like a lot of his problems was that he couldn't kind of handle the basketball and finish. Like the 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 finishing was not a not a problem, but just to get to the basket and you know when when defense put pressure on him was yeah because people didn't know him as a jump shooter, so like yeah you know, they're just not gonna they're gonna collapse on him when he's driving on. The I def I definitely want to ask and see what your thoughts are about the playing tournament because honestly, bro, I like it. I don't know how I feel about it yet. I like it. It just you know it just creates more excitement for the game. Like usually, like like uh, the Wizards got in. Um, and I think the Wizards were one of the hottest teams coming into the to the NBA, like towards the end of the, the the year. So they were playing a lot better than who was who was in the the A standing before before the Wizards. I, I forget. Wasn't it the Pacers? Yeah, it was the Pacers. It was the Pacers. So like, right? Oh, this Pacers, bro. I'm gonna be honest, bro. Like, I I would much rather see the Wizards because just they were playing exciting ball. Like this guy was averaging a triple double like throughout the last part of the fucking season, and then like Bradley Beal was going off. Although it didn't translate into like, hasn't translated to like wins into like the other and the series against Philadelphia. But it's like Philadelphia, you know, it's the number one team. It's expected from the number one team against the number eight seed. But it just creates excitement because like that that playing game against Boston that was exciting. I mean, Tatum like went off for fifty, and then 
it was a pretty close game. So like it's you know, it's exciting because like it's playoff basketball without playoff basketball, you know, it's just a one play get in and then even if you lose if you're in the standings like seven and eight, if you lose you still have a chance to get in. So like you have two chances to get in, but like I it's exciting. I think I like it a lot actually. Hmm. Yeah, I think I think I also and think if you hurts. if you think about it, last year when they introduced it, like it's not how it is now, but Portland. Portland was was in the play in tournament, bro. And oh, yeah. how far Portland got last year. They got to the conference final. Yeah. So like, yeah, bro, like it's you never know, bro. Yeah, it does give uh, the only thing I do like is that it does give teams that get hot at the end of the year an opportunity yeah. to get in. Like yeah. that's really like, the only I mean, I, I just feel like it's real gimmicky. Like I, I know what they're trying to do and stuff like that, but I don't know. Bro, it gave us that iconic Dame Dame Lillard interview. You know why well, I'm here. Give us a chance to get in. I'm here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dame's Dame's have some iconic moments, bro, in the playoffs, bro. That's why. That's why I kind of want to see Portland all the time in the fucking playoffs because you know Dame's there. I mean, Dame time, bro. You know what time it is? It's Dame yeah. time, bros. I don't know, bro. Like Dame's like, just they got to give Dame and, and the play and the Blazers their flowers, bro. Bro, they got to get him some fucking more help. Jesus, what is missing from the Portland though? Uh, we really think about their roster. They have good players like all across the roster. What's I don't like? I don't like that like McCollum Lillard tandem. Like I just don't. Yeah, maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe that's what I've been thinking. Like maybe like the the two guards like Dalbon and guards is not a good thing. Maybe they should move into more of a. A wing that doesn't need the ball as much. Like if McCullum played like Clay Thompson type of ball, I think they'd dominate. I think yeah. they'd win. Yeah, for sure. But like he does, he plays too much Lillard ball, so it's like it doesn't make sense. Yeah, they they do have similar games. It's, I mean, of course, Lillard does a like a whole lot better, but like, oh. but both, I mean, they, you know, they both drive. Like, Jason Tatum just hit a three. Ah! Both them. <laughs> this guy. If I mean, they like, drafted I'm, them. It's not like they they sign them for agency. You know, they just these yeah, are the guys they yeah. got. You know, so maybe a player like Bogdanovich, like to like sit, slip in. I there don't think Bogdanovich is nah. is good enough. Yeah, he's not. Like they they need they need like an elite. They need like a Jalen Brown kind of guy, like a guy who's like yeah, yeah Jalen Brown would a uh, Jalen Brown would propel them. But he's that plays defense. Let's just say so. Teach McCombs like like six three, six four, maybe maybe on a good day. On a good day, and he's playing two guard against like, and he doesn't play much defense. He gives you offense, yeah. and if he's having an off night, then Dame Lillard has to carry the ball like the the, the offensive load. But like, he's not he's getting scored on the other on the other way because Dame is not that great of a defender either. So like, they're kind of the similar play similar play style. Obviously, like I said, Dame Lillard does a, like a whole lot better, but I don't know. I feel like they need uh, more of a, a defender that can that can score. Like, and, and Jalen Brown would be good there, but I I don't I don't want him. To go there, so, like, they got they got Covington, they got Covington, and they were Covington was supposed to be the guy to like lock people down stuff like that. Yeah, like, yeah I just, I just think they need somebody else. No I think Chris Middleton would do good too. Chris Middleton would be good there. I, I like Chris Middleton in the, in Portland. Nurkic yeah. is okay. I think I think like, Nurkic is perfect there because like he gives yeah. you that perfect like fifteen and then like fifteen like that you need. Yeah, he'd be all right. I like, just feel like could there be a, a better a better big in that role? But he he is he's solid enough. 
think he's good, bro. I, no, I he's fine. He's, he's you're on you're underrating um Nurkic. He's actually a really good big, bro. He's, he's really developed good. a lot these past what two years or two years, yeah. two or so years. Like he's definitely gotten better each year. He's yeah. been a big. Um, they don't really have a four, and they don't really have that like three and D guy that they need. And so, well, first, like fours are like a lost call in the game today. Bro. Yes, uh, <laughs> but, like. No one really has what's a really a four, bro. bro. Like, can we? What's the what's the best? Who's the best four right now? Mm. Top four. Off yeah. the top of my head, KD plays the four. So no, KD. no, no, like a natural, a, a natural, natural four. Because I am having trouble naming one right now. That's mm. crazy, dog. Like Who's the fact right now that we are in an age where we don't eat, we can't even name who is the best. Pure power forward in the league. It's, it's just because there's so much positionist basketball out there. Yeah, now, now in these days, uh, fours are 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 like Anthony threes. Davis. So, yeah, there we go, Anthony yeah. Davis. Oh, Anthony, Anthony Davis Anthony plays Davis. center though. He plays no, center. Okay. So, so it's definitely Jaron Jackson Jr. Because like, who else? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I mean, now that now that Drummond's there, he plays the four. I guess uh, Anthony Davis. So no, he was playing the five. Yeah. yeah. He's a four, though. Like everybody's known for a four. Yeah, yeah. he's always been a four. But like to me, like like now in these days, what I was trying to say is, is like like power forwards are either like big enough small forwards or they're centers. Like because they'll you know power forwards usually like playing centers. So like I got like Anthony Davis before Andre Andre Drummond was there. He they played him at center. The thing that I I like that Brad Stevens said maybe like um when he first started like playing um they get playing coaching to the Celtics he said there's not like really positions anymore there's really ball handlers wings and bigs yeah and then and you look at today's game that's really all you see people to handle yeah. the ball primary ball handlers wings and and bigs and usually bigs are like you know your center that's it you're yeah. talking about centers you're not talking right. about yeah. like fours shit once upon a time fours used to be people bigs who can score really well and yeah. not may so defend like, the dominant force in, in, in the NBA, in the NBA, like once upon a time. But who are the pioneers of that? Because I feel like the Celtics started doing that a lot. What are you talking about? Like the pioneers of that positionless basketball thing. Well, I feel the like, fucking Rockets. Yeah, the Rockets definitely. The Rockets. I feel like the Celtics did it a lot too. Like, uh, yeah, the Rockets way before the Celtics. Uh, the yeah, the Rockets, Rockets did it before, but then the Celtics, you know, they put Tatum at the four, which yeah. came like six eight. Oh, he's 6'10 now. Allegedly. On a good day, he's nah, six nah, nine, bro. He's six nine, but you know they say he grew to six ten over the offseason. I'm gonna go with six ten. I'm gonna give my boy the benefit of the doubt. He's definitely six ten in shoes, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like I'm look, I'm looking at him like, like right now, like as he's it's almost as tall as Durant. Like yeah, the thing is he's a is that Jason Tatum just has like a long body too. He has like long arms, long legs. Yeah, Jason Tatum's unguardable, by the way. I just saw him do a spin around Jay on Durant. It's amazing. Oh, yeah, he, he 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 might be the next closest thing in terms of like height and like can shoot over people like Durant. Like he might be the next closest thing. Yeah, there's just so many. There's so many bigs that are coming in the league that and, are like I have Durant's frame. That, I'm not that, saying the skill set, but I have yeah. that frame. But I'm saying like uh, Jason Tatum is probably like the closest in terms of a skill set that has it like Durant. Like he can just shoot over anybody. He has his ball handling has become crazy the last couple you know, of years. You know who's gonna be right up there, bro? In like a year, probably, uh, Michael Porter Jr. Mm. That man, yeah, man. he's still, bro. He just needs. He's to always been around. nice, bro. 
Yeah, he just needs to figure out like when like to pick his spots and like when to like shoot like certain like shots. And that then, comes with time, which is easy. Yeah, that comes with, with time. And like he hasn't had that much playing time because uh, Carl Malone, his first year, just didn't really want to play him. He then when he was in the playoffs, he was like literally at one point the best like player on the team. Like, and then Jamal Murray took that over. But I'm just saying, Michael Porter Jr. has like the talent to be just as good, like Jason Tatum, Kevin. Like he has that talent. But he's actually, well, he was coming out of college. Or not coming out of college. When he was, high school. I think his high school. Yeah, he was rated the number one prospect. I think. Yeah, he was. He was. He literally. Uh, Michael Porter. He yeah. was like he was raised as an SKD. Like that's that's what. They Those said. is uh, I think the thing that thing that kind of drowned out a little bit was his back problems, right? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, all he got it's Like, bro, can you imagine him on the fucking Knicks? <laughs> Jeez. bro, the Knicks. All right, think about this. The Knicks picked Kevin Knox over this dude. Yo. They yeah, because they were scared. Where the fuck yeah. is Kevin Knox now? He, he's still on the Knicks, just not doing anything. <laughs> so I saw him on the Knicks today playing the last 30 seconds of a blowout playoff game. That's where I saw him play. He's, oh, that's so sad, bro. He's trash, bro. That's he's sad. trash. He's Once big I, trash. Yo, do you guys remember when he, he in the summer league, when Zion, Willem, when Zion Williamson literally took the ball away? Bullied him? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think that was all downhill for Kevin Knox. Like they starting some summer league. <laughs> yeah, bro. Nah, getting drafted by the Knicks was all downhill, bro. Because honestly, it's terrible. Maybe like, no development, bro. Yeah, maybe. Because he got drafted during the whole mess during the debacle of the Knicks, bro. So yeah, damn y'all. We really been on this basketball shit the entire topic. I don't, no, no pop culture. You know what it is. You know what it is. Though I think we've recorded like maybe three straight episodes where we haven't really like we squeezed basketball in the last episode, but like we didn't really give it as proper basketball esque episode. Sure. We we haven't talked as much about basketball. We and which we did today. Oh, but we've done it. We've done it. Uh, that kind of deserves it. No, nah, and I'm happy with it today. Well, I think we we officially are almost out of time, so we got to go into our no huddle segment. And that means that uh, for people who never listened before, it just means that each of us get an opportunity to talk uninterrupted about any topic that we like, whether that's, you know, sports, music, relationships, whatever the case may be. Um, yeah. So who wants to kick us off? I'll kick it off, bro. And you know, you know where I'm going? Let's talk about the Jets. <laughs> Zach Wilson. You know what's coming out of camp, bro? That he's not he's not missing a throw, bro. And you know why it feels good? And I know everybody's like OTAs, it's just OTAs and all that. It's coming from a Jets fan that for the last two to three years I've seen oh well before that, like all these like seven on seven drills, eleven on drills, eleven drills where the ball is not supposed to touch the ground. I had like Sam Darnold's of the world, uh Geno Smith of the world, Mark Sanchez of the world, uh and all these people. And you know what would always be on the ground? The fucking ball. Because they can't hit a fucking open receiver against air. So, yeah, um, it brings me great joy to think that we have an adequate like quarterback that can actually deliver the ball against air. Because as hard as that may sound to some of these quarterbacks, it's air. So, like, you know, I think it's, that's a little bit positive. And I want to talk about Jason Tatum real quick. Jason Tatum is probably the most unguardable player in the fucking playoffs right now. The way I'm seeing him play, 
the last two games. I know the people are going to talk about he didn't play that well game one or game two. Game two, he was injured. He came out that game. So game one, he didn't play. But like when he's on one, I just think he's one of the most unguardable players in the NBA because of how you're going to guard that man. He can literally do anything. So yeah, I just want to wrap it up with that. Um, let's go fucking Celtics if they're playing right now. And I hope they, they win. And let's go fucking Jets. I'm a Jets, Jets fan. I just want to see him. He just likes green teams. Yeah, literally. I like yeah, the color like green. It's my favorite team. green. It's my favorite, my favorite color. Yay. Um, shit, man. I don't really got much to talk about except fuck Julio Jones. And um, let's go Celtics. That's all I got to say. Why you say Jones. fuck Julio Jones, man? Give some elaboration there, bro. I don't got to elaborate. No, he's not going to elaborate. That's fine. I don't got well, for my for, for my segment, um, I just want to say that I have officially crossed over to PC land. Sir, let's go! Yeah. So, for all the listeners out there, I just purchased a PC yesterday. I don't know jack shit about PC. These guys were actually talking to me about the PC and telling me what things to buy. And I swear to God, I thought they were talking another language. They were just throwing out symbols and letters and numbers and shit. So, any uh what's it called recommendations anything from y'all that that you can hit me with i'd be really appreciated uh it said that it's supposed to come in june 18th um uh, and then i'll be setting it up and kind of setting it out yeah ship out june 18th um and then i'll be setting it up and then i'll be you know one of these nerds i'll be a pc nerd so um definitely be setting that shit up but i'm excited about that the fucking dark side i'm so happy I expect you to be playing a lot with us, bro. Now you got that PC, you can be rocking more, bro. I mean, I'm down to rock different games. I'm not getting a PC to rock Warzone. So that nah, 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 nah. We can rock a bunch of other games. But you you can rock Warzone, too. We're going to make you. I'm not going to be cracked out with the little click, 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 click. Bro, you, I just want you to experience, like, when you play Warzone for the first time on a PC, how different it feels. And you're going to be like... Download it. You'll be like, fuck. It, it, definitely, it definitely feels a lot different. You're going to be like, what the fuck? Just the movement and everything. You'll, you'll just feel way better. I still remember my first game on, on PC and Warzone. I, uh, I shot three people out of the air because I thought I was seeing you clearly on fucking 2020. Bro. I was just like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah. Maybe crazy. I'll be a better sniper then. Hopefully. Well, all right. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> That's all we got for today. Thank y'all for tuning in. As always, thanks to our listeners and all the folks out there. Really appreciate y'all. But our time is up. So, peace. Peace, peace, peace.